everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kathy, your host, and this is Through His Eyes, a podcast about learning to stand up and have victory over our daily struggles and our battle within about who we are. It's time we start believing in ourselves, changing your not enough into you are exactly enough, perfectly made in His image. We will together share our personal struggles and learn how we can begin to live our lives on purpose, looking at ourselves and our struggles through His eyes and putting our faith into action. So come along, let's get started. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us today on this episode of Through His Eyes. I'm Kathy, your host, and today we're talking about hope, that feeling when you're looking forward to something unseen that could change your circumstance. What do you hope for? A new job? A new car? A new pay raise? Or for just the COVID-19 to leave us alone? There are many things we hope for and many people that we can hope for. Maybe we're hoping to find a soulmate or a best friend to share our life with. Or maybe we're hoping for a change in our family situation. Or maybe it's better health that we hope for, for ourselves or for a loved one. There could be a number of things that we hope for. We all have experienced hope in one form or another. It feels good to look forward to something in hopeful anticipation of a happier day. I know that with all the current COVID-19 restrictions in place, we are all looking forward to the day that we can be free to visit with our friends and family members and travel to the places we had hoped to see. So right now is a time to really reach down deep and find our hope and hang on tight to that. You know, we can hope for anything we want to, and it gives us something to look forward to. But have you ever experienced hope that refreshes your spirit and fills your soul? This hope is only found in one place, and that's with Jesus. He gives us the ultimate hope in that one day we will all get to live in heaven with Him in a sinless place, full of peace and joy, void of any pain and sorrow, fear and sickness. Romans 8.24 says, For in this hope we are saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? In this hope we were saved, that we decided to give our lives to the Lord and be saved. It's interesting what the scripture says about hope and where it comes from and where we get it and how to find it. Psalms 31.24 says, Be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord. The scripture says, All of you. This is us. It's telling us that we must be strong and have courage if we believe in Him. Take heart means to take up your courage from deep within your heart and be strong. Sometimes this is hard to do when things seem hopeless. And we sometimes, no, most of the times, we only see what we see with our eyes. And that can leave us hopeless because we don't see a way that it can get better. But we must dig deep in our hearts and take our courage and hold strong to our faith. Are you a believer? Do you have faith? Why? Friends, we have faith in Jesus because of two reasons. The first one, we have read his word and believe his promises. Or the second one is we have experienced and seen him move in our lives, sometimes for both reasons. Either way, we believe by faith and not by sight. So if you believe and have faith, we must learn to put our hope in him. Psalms 119.49-50 through 50 says, Always remember the word and the promise to your servants in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction that your word has revived me and given me life. How can we always remember the words and promises of God? Those words that give us comfort and hope during these times. Recalling them when we need to take heart and reach down deep for our source of strength and courage. Friends, we must read his word. When you read his word and search his spirit, he will be found. 
And even if you don't recall every word that you've ever read, the Holy Spirit will remind you when you need to be reminded of just those exact words. When you need something, first you must search for it if you want to find it. Friends, we all need hope, and today more than ever before, and we can find it if we search His Word. John 6, 6, 3 says that the Spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. These words, the Bible, were written for us to bring hope and life, but we must read them and apply them to our lives. We must pray and search His Spirit within us for this hope that surpasses all others. Psalms 114 says that you are my refuge, my hiding place, my shield, and I wait for your word. We can know that we stand on God's promises and his words. His words will shield us from the fears of the world. But again, we must read them and apply them to our lives. We can stand on his promises to protect us and go before us and never leave us. God knows what's happening in our world today. And I also believe his word in that he will use all things for good for his people that believe. I think, friends, that he wants our attention. I think we've been all so distracted by life that we have put our hope in other things, putting him and his word on a shelf because we're just too busy. I believe that he's allowing us to see a glimpse of our weakness and without him, we have no real true hope. A chance to realize that without him, we are really lost. Psalm 71.5 says, For you are my hope. If you want that hope that brings anticipation of a brighter day, that hope that brings peace and vanishes your fear, if you want that hope for unseen things, if you desire that hope that refreshes your soul and renews your energy to have courage and a faith that is unwavering, He is your answer. The Bible, His Word, is our textbook to learn about this hope. Psalm 62.5 says, For God alone my soul waits in silence and quietly submits to Him, for my hope is in him. Friends, we must go to him and sit before him in prayer, offer our hearts and submit our lives to him. Only then will we sit patiently before him, will we find that amazing hope in him. I was thinking about this today and I was reminded of a project me and my grandmother did when I was a little girl. She cut a milk box in half and we planted a seed. She set the little box in her kitchen window and watered it every day. It looked just like a box of dirt to me. But as she watered it every day, a seed began to grow, and it was exciting to see it grow a little more every day. And with time, it became a beautiful flower. That book, the Bible, might look like all the other books on the shelf, and you might even have to dust the dirt off of it when you first reach for it. But when you begin to read it and allowing it to water your spirit, it will grow inside of you. And before long, you will see a beautiful thing happening on the inside that will bring and shine through to the outside. Romans 15, 4, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scripture and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. We need more than toilet paper and eggs, friends. We need his word planted in our hearts so that we can have faith in the unseen and believe that no matter how bad it gets, we still have hope in his promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us and he will provide us with all that we need. Matthew 4, 4, Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Friends, take heart. Be strong and courageous during these times. Use this time to prepare your hearts for a deeper relationship with God. Fill your spirit with His Word and learn to use the power of prayer for yourself and others. Sometimes we as believers are the only hope someone else sees, 
share kind words or thoughts with others. Be a prayer warrior for someone during this time. And remember to have faith and hope in the unseen. We are never alone, and He is always working on our behalf. So count these empty days as a blessing, and don't waste this precious time He has given us to rest in Him. I want to share with you a recording of my youngest daughter, Emily, and her thoughts on this situation that we are living in right now. She shared this with her friends, and it is so special. I wanted to share it with my friends as well. My name is Emily, and I'm a sophomore at Wall. And I just want to talk about living above your circumstances. And I know all of us right now are in an unfortunate circumstance with the coronavirus and being in quarantine and um, even having like church and FCA online, which is weird. Um, but I think even beyond right now, all of us are going to... Um, have hard times and struggles in the future. And so I think this will really help us now and later with our walk with Christ. And so learning to live above our circumstances, this just means that whatever you go through and whatever life throws at you, that you won't let it affect your joy and your peace, because ultimately God gives you that. And whatever you're in and materialistic things of this earth don't bring joy and don't give you peace. And so right now you may be thinking, I'm missing senior year. I might be missing graduation. Um, I can't do sports or something else that you may be worrying about. Um, that's when you need to think about living above your circumstances. And so, um, you say, yes, I'm missing out on this. And yes, this is happening, but that's okay because I have the joy in my heart and the peace from God that, that makes me okay with my situation because I know he knows what's best for me. And so there's an example of this in John 16, 33. And it says, these things I've spoken to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And so by this verse, we learn that he has overcome the world and that he's conquered all and that we should be of good cheer. And to me, that just means that we should go through life with Jesus's perspective and looking through life through his eyes. And so um, when we go through lives or troubles or unfortunate circumstances, we should have a positive mindset. And so this means instead of looking at the bad or what could happen, um, we think maybe I'm supposed to learn something in this time, or maybe I'm supposed to grow spiritually and be closer to him. And so in Psalms 46.10, it shows us um, how we're supposed to do this. And so it says, he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And so this is telling us that to gain that joy and that peace that we need to rest in his presence and go to him when we're struggling and go to him with our worries and so that he can take those away. And so when we do rest, rest in his presence and we do learn to live above our circumstances, we will see that joy and peace in our lives and in our hearts. And no one or circumstance could ever take that away from us because he gives it to us and he is with us always. And so I hope all of y'all have a great week or the rest of the week. And um, I hope y'all all try to live above your circumstances. So are you ready, friends? Are you ready to live above your circumstances? Ready, set, go. Prepare your hearts. Blessings and love until next time on Through His Eyes.